It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Satisfied. And our reading today is taken from Genesis chapter 35, verses 22 through 29. As always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and the hearing of His Holy Word. We aren't too comfortable with death. Many of us don't like to talk about it at all. The subject alone can alter our mood. People will stop an entire conversation if it steers towards the subject. They can't deal with the emotions or thoughts of it. I've known many people who stopped attending church after the death of a loved one. The place of worship became an overbearing reminder of the loss death created. As natural as death is, though, we need to be able to talk about it. In so doing, we can learn to face the reality of its coming. Our faith even gives us permission to celebrate. It's not that we're happy to lose friends. We are sure Christ has defeated death and there is eternal life. I remember the day Michael Jackson died. A friend who was in the U.S. from South Korea to attend school was with us. I told him Michael Jackson passed away today. He looked at me and said with a firm voice, No, he died. We had a conversation about his culture's take on death. For him, it was important to make someone's death certain and final, to actually say the word, dead. I understood what he meant, but I chose to say pass away because it reminded me of the life to come. I've thought about that conversation a lot over the years. I do believe the promise of life after death is real and has meaning for how we live today. But there is something just as important as confronting death in meaningful ways. Faith in Christ doesn't hide the pains and fears of life. Instead, we are given boldness to face the future unafraid. There is a description of death used in the Bible that intrigues me. It's said of Isaac, David, and Job that they died full of days. I've tried to find more resources to help me better understand what that means. I know it's not an idea merely related to a numeric description. From what I can gather, in part, it has to do with fulfillment or satisfaction. That is, someone died satisfied with their life. As hard as death can be for many of us to face, it seems to me like learning to be satisfied with life helps us do so. You've probably heard preachers say, if you died tonight, do you know where you'd spend eternity? Getting into heaven seems easy. Trust Jesus. I have another, perhaps more difficult question to ask. If you died tonight, would you be satisfied with your life? Have you loved the people closest to you enough? How satisfied are you that you've loved your neighbor? Are you satisfied with your love of God or your commitment to Christ? 
Most of us will concede we could have done more. Let's assume that's true for every person alive. The question still remains. How satisfied are you that you've made the absolute most of the life God has given you? Your satisfaction doesn't depend on your life's circumstances. If satisfaction did rely on good things happening, Job could have never been satisfied. You can be satisfied even if your life has great pain or loss. That has to be true because who escapes those parts of life? Satisfaction, then, is your willingness to give your all to living in God's faith, hope, and love. If you're not satisfied with your answer, start changing that today. Love more freely. Forgive more easily. Laugh more. Serve more. Give more. None of us can determine when our life is over. All we can do is make the most of the gift of life the Lord blesses us with. Stay blessed.